Hey, we're in 2 Peter chapter 3 today. If you have your Bibles, great to be with you for a couple of minutes today. And we're going to start in verse 3. So turn to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3. And Peter says this, Knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of His coming? You know, Peter is just, as we've discussed, Peter is really... Um, equipping this church to deal with all the false teachers that have been rolling in on this circuit, right? Just this is the way it worked back in the day, 2,000 years ago back in the day, that churches um, would have, the gathering of God's people would have itinerant preachers come in and, and they would preach and teach. And sometimes they would have a letter from an apostle that, you know, gave them the needed credentials. But this was a particular time and place where there were a lot of false teachers coming in. And so he's been equipping them to be on guard, to make sure that uh, what they're taking in and, and believing, you know, spiritually metabolizing, if you will, is really rooted in the scriptures. And he notes something here that part of the message, not only from these false teachers, but even from the outside, is that there are going to be people who scoff, that they, they make fun of, they mock Christians because, because Christians are saying, hey, you know, he's coming back in any moment. This is what theologians call the imminent return of Jesus Christ. Like literally, beginning in the early church right away, it was the expectation of the apostles that Christ was going to come back immediately. This was the belief that they had. And you, you, know, you see this when you read all of the epistles. Um, and it wasn't just a belief that they had, it was a hope that they had. And it wasn't just a hope that they had, it was a message that they shared. And Peter, you know, looking down the road, of course, Peter doesn't know how far down the road this is gonna be, uh, but looking down the road, he says, in the last days, before he does come, there are gonna be people that rise up and say, you know, you guys, you, you Christians, y'all been talking about this coming of the Lord so much and for so long, and you know he hasn't come back. So, you know, you're fools for believing it. You're fools for putting your hope in it. You're fools for sharing this as part of your message. And you know, maybe, maybe today you've thought something similar. You've thought, hey, why are, we, why are we talking about the return of Jesus? You know, I mean, it's been 2,000 years. Who knows if it's not gonna be 2,000 years more? And the truth is this, uh, it may be 2,000 years more, but what's different now uh, than a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago, I would say the nation of Israel is different. You know, we're in very unique times. I was walking out of church just uh, two days ago and somebody said to me, you know, pastor, like, you know, look around. It, it just seems that now is the moment, maybe more than ever, that Christ is gonna come back. Why don't we talk about that more? Um, why aren't we taking all these current events and um, really seeing them for what they are? And, um, and I said, hey, you know what, you're right. Uh, it is without a doubt that the things that we see around us just signify that the coming of Christ is imminent. But this has been our message and our message doesn't change. And not only that, but the real sign of the return of Christ has been the rebirth of the nation of Israel. You know, to be a country without a homeland for almost 2,000 years, and then for the Jews to have a homeland to fulfill prophecies in Ezekiel and in Jeremiah, and even with words that Jesus said, and believing that the generation that sees that will not pass away until the coming of the Lord. 
hey, listen, I mean, more than ever, more than ever, we can say that his return is imminent. And it's not just because of some social issue around us. It's because the epicenter of all prophecy, which the nation of Israel is, the epicenter of all prophecy has been reborn. I want to encourage you today to live with that anticipation. You know, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some other reasons tomorrow about uh, that concern, just why it's been 2,000 years, why it's been so long, because there's a, a great biblical reason that Peter gives. But today, you know, live with that anticipation and expectation that uh, it might be the day that he comes on the clouds, that he gathers us up, that we're going to have that opportunity for that secret meeting in the sky with Jesus, that he's going to take us to that heavenly abode, just like he said in John chapter 14, that where he is, there we may be also. Today may be the day. Live with that great anticipation. And Lord, we love you. We do long to have not only that hope and anticipation, but I pray it would be our message that we'd not be afraid or ashamed to talk about your return and your coming. And, and uh, we long for that, though we also long for more people to be gathered into your kingdom, that more names would be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.